1: G- g- give me the update. update. This
0: update. is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt.
2: We want the dirt. On My Talk.
0: Welcome back. It's the uh, Laurie and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Do
3: we have anything to give away this week?
0: Paperwork. Yes, we out, do. Dad. We are going to be giving away a $50 Visa gift card. And uh, there's a tie-in with the CW. Do you, do you guys want to mention
1: what the tie-in yeah, is? with the CW? The Charmed reboot is coming back. People, Riverdale, Charm starts on Sunday. Right. Riverdale starts on Wednesday of next week. Okay. No, this week. The of this week. week. Yeah. So Charms
2: though. So Riverdale's first, and then Charm is next Sunday on the Twin, on the CW in the Twin Cities. And we're giving away a fifty-dollar
1: Visa gift card. Oh, you Char- know what? We Charmed are giving is this away Sunday. Sorry. It's this Sunday. I Riverdale? Okay, Riverdale is Wednesday, then Charmed is Sunday. That's your CW, just, you know, right. okay. And
0: Sorry. S- Supergirl, too. Is and Supergirl, Supergirl is back. Oh, actually, we've got two of these to give away.
1: Sweet. Sweet. So what
0: we could do when we give them away is we can just take a couple of callers. All
1: because- right, let's sure. do it that way. Okay, Okay. so this morning, Meghan McCain came back to The View. It yeah, I missed very, it. was very, very emotional, and it was a very fierce opening segment. Um, first of all, she got a huge... People were clapping for her and you know, she has had a leave of absence from the show. Obviously didn't come back when it started. Her father right. just passed away, John McCain. And um She said, I have a lot of things to say, and this is probably the only time I'm going to get a segment to say it. So she thanked ABC. She thanked The View for giving me this time and thanking America for being so kind to my family. She specifically cited Joe Biden and Joe Lieberman Mm -hmm. um, because, of course, Joe Biden's son died of the very same kind of brain cancer as her dad, Senator McCain. And she said, there were people in the country, all ages, all races, all creeds, with their American flags waving, saluting, praying. He would have loved it. Um, and she said, um, the, one of the, I think it might have been Whoopi, complimented her on her eulogy. And she said, oh, right. my father helped me with that eulogy. Oh, wow. And she said, he believed in American exceptionalism. He believed America is the greatest country. He believed that when your candidate's opponent, says something racist in a rally you push back. That is John McCain and that is what America is. And then she kind of went around and thanked each of the ladies. She especially thanked Whoopi. Apparently Whoopi is the dressing room to go and cry in. Oh, well that's good to know. And he John McCain adored and loved Whoopi Goldberg. And they had a remember she tried so
2: hard to get to the funeral and she couldn't get there on time? Yes.
1: Yes. And she said, um, and then she thanked, you know, Joy and Sunny and everybody and, and, uh, she also said, you know, not all of us agree at this table very much when it comes to politics in the world, but we are all sisters here supporting each other. And this is what America should be. And she said, "You know, I will say that we're living in a time some fathers raised their daughters to be seen and not heard. They raised their daughters not to speak out. Raised strong women is the only thing that is keeping me right now. Is how tough he made me. I, it was hard not to get choked up oh, listening to it. So if it. you have it on your yeah, I do have it DVR. And you know, we don't always agree with you know uh what Megan McCain might have to say about different things. And doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because of course that show called The View. But um." someone who is getting just a ton of crap and praise is, for whatever reason, very often in the country music world, and of course Taylor Swift is now pop star I mean, right she, she's chr- christened uh, crossing right. the divide but you know dolly parton and reba mcintyre they never they don't ever give any inclination they give off the view that they're apolitical and you can just yes. fill in the yeah. colors sure. of what you want them to be red blue whatever the Purple. color is for independent mm-hmm. yeah white. so taylor swift made uh she she made a statement because she's also been very apolitical like dolly and right. reba you know and um on Instagram yesterday, she posted, and she has a hundred and twelve million followers. Jeez, yeah. a mil hundred. That is so yeah. many people. She's in the top five. Okay, wow. so um anyway, and you know Taylor used to get crap about it, and we never gave her crap because sometimes if people don't want to give their political views, people don't always want to hear them. Yeah, but I mean, everyone has the right to have their opinion. One of the things I hate the most is when someone says. Shut up and don't give your opinion. You're a movie star, a rock yeah, star, God, a radio that. personality, a yeah. this or that. or Like, what the hell difference does it make what you do for exactly. a living? You should be able to speak your truth. So Taylor Swift, let's run the audio. I think this is GMA. Okay. Okay.
3: Taylor Swift is known for belting
1: out ballads of heartbreak.
3: And, and girl power anthems. Sure. But this morning, she's using her voice in a whole new way. Writing on an Instagram post overnight, In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions. But due to several events in my life and in the world the past two years, I feel very differently about that now. Swift, who stayed silent during the 2016 presidential election, now coming forward to endorse two Democrats running for office in her home state of Tennessee. Swift saying she cannot support GOP Senate candidate Marsha Blackburn because her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. The superstar writing, I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. These are not my Tennessee values. Because she hasn't
0: come out in this way before, we don't really know what a weaponized Taylor Swift
3: is going to look like or the impact that it's going to have. Instead, she says she will be supporting Phil Bredesen for Senate and Jim Cooper for the House. Some people are saying really kind of patronizingly, oh, please stay out of politics. I even saw one man say.
0: Because of your political views, my daughter will not be attending your concert.
3: Many on Twitter, like Deborah Messing, supporting Swift, tweeting, thank you, Taylor. Others are outraged, saying, you picked the wrong side. We are never, (laughs) ever getting back together. (laughs) She ended her Instagram urging everyone, no matter what side they are on, to get out and vote. So many intelligent, thoughtful, self-possessed people have turned 18 in the past two years and now have the right and privilege to make their vote count. And Swift will open the American Music Awards on Tuesday, which will air here on ABC. It's her first AMA performance since 2014.
1: I'm, f- quite frankly, beaming with pride that Taylor has made it explicit that she believes in full-throated. If you read her Instagram, full throated LGBTQ rights, women's rights. She is appalled by racial injustice. She talks about that twice in this post. And she's also, you know, calling out this, uh, the specific pe- person mm-hmm. in Tennessee. In her state. Right? In her statement. And, um, you know, she said she, you know, anyway, so she, it was really like, it was just like, really like, wow. Um, and yeah, people were calling her out. But I think in the end, Just like she could ignore all of the snake emoji, you know, all of that, the whole, she'll be fine. And I think it means, I think, you know, some of you are, oh, she waits till she's done with her tour. But really, you know, think of all the people who might not. Believe what Barbara Streisand believes, but that doesn't mean they don't love her music. You sure. know what I mean? It's just I, like, uh, whatever. So I thought, you know, kind of between Megan McCain and, and then Jamie Lee Curtis was on. She's just like, people have to speak their truth. And now is not the time to be apathetic, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just was kind of, I was really proud of uh, her because she didn't need to do that. No, no, she didn't. And it, it. Uh, I, I love the guy from Billboard who said a, a weaponized Taylor weaponized, Swift yes. with her Instagram. Yeah, well, oh, good. Anyway, so yeah, so she she did that, and I was making all the news. So if you are wondering why Taylor Swift is uh, trending, it's because she's right. she's uh, made her um, makes a statement about what other you know a, a lib, more liberal political opinion or however you want to call it. So. Anyway, when we come back, it is time for Random Thoughts. And, of course, you know, it's Monday, so we never know where they're going to go.
2: You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
1: now, Julia's Random Thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here's a little random thing. A 15-year-old from Woodbury named Turney Wolfgram almost won the marathon, the Twin Cities Marathon, yesterday for quite a distance. She was in first place in the Elite Runners. Wow. And, um, and she's never run a marathon, No, this is her first marathon. She's 15 years old. She's a sophomore at Woodbury's Math and Science Academy, and um, it's 26.2 miles and she finished finished 6th in the elite women's field running a time of 2 hours 40 minutes and 3 seconds. Incredible. Just amazing. So, because
1: young usually young runners don't do well over the distance mm-hmm, like that, yeah, yeah, that early, like, I mean, wow, that's that's, that's yeah, amazing. Really amazing.
2: And a gal in Shoreview, Sarah Schmidt Dannert, 19, placed 45th. I mean, she came in at two hours and 40 well, seconds. kind sorry. of
1: perfect, uh, running conditions yeah. too for people. Yeah, maybe it might have been a little hypothermic at the beginning. Yeah, no bit. kidding. She said bit. it was great. Yeah, yeah. so congratulations
2: yeah. to her. Um, now I want to know what you think of um, of this. It's the first report out about an addiction to Netflix, and someone has checked themselves in. An Indian man named Manuel Kumar Shamar. So, um, this is a Netflix addict. You know, last year we found out from Netflix, the average subscriber streams fifty minutes of Netflix a day. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the average person. And when you think about it, you watch a show from Netflix, you get addicted to it, you stay up late at night. And so really, Netflix is competing with your sleep. Yeah.
1: All right. Because
2: when you start to get right, addicted. So says this guy. Yeah. So this, no, well, that is kind of something when you watch for so many hours in a row. It yeah. does kind of because people have to work. Yeah. Um, so this guy was unemployed and he turned to Netflix. um. For something fun. I
1: wish wish she would have uh, put that much effort into looking for a job.
2: Well, he (laughs) watched it more than seven hours a day. He was 26-year-old, and he he checked himself into the National Institute of Mental Health and Neurosciences last week. And he said he used Netflix
1: to escape the reality of his unemployment for six months. (sighs) Um, This sounds like an excuse to me right now. Well, I'm just going to tell you. For trying to get his unemployment extended. Such a cynic. I you know it. Really, I don't <laughs> no, really. <You> really, <laughs> really isn't an explanation are. of why he wasn't uh, looking okay. for a job. Maybe I don't know. I don't so know. it <laughs> isn't
2: on the um, psychiatry so-called Bible of mental disorders and con- time. Yes, mm. it's. Uh, it isn't, the, and they call that the DSM slash five. So it's not there yet. But this past June, the World Health Organization did classify video game addiction as a mental health disorder. Yeah, and we know people have gone to some treatment centers for that. So, mm-hmm. um, well, addiction under is you know on the rise for younger kids. where stop at Netflix is for adults, and not many people have used that excuse to get their raise in their unemployment to get right. it extended, Lori. Um, it
3: will now. I know they will now. A <laughs> uh, New trend
2: uh, term for lazy husbands should be known as an emotional laborer. <laughs> The New York Post just I think did. Lazy
1: husband works just fine. I know it. <laughs> you lazy um, man. It's the new word,
2: and it's all about uh, it's, trendy new term. Lazy husband should know called the emotional labor, and it's all about taking the lead on things. So, for example, a lot of women feel like the mom in a relationship where they're constantly having to ask their their uh, significant other to do stuff. Um, it ends up stressing out both don't people. Don't ask him. What if you need something done? Yeah, write a note. Okay, R- so
1: write a note. Write a note. <laughs> just write a note. Well, it isn't about. Do.
2: It isn't just about doing things, Lori, chores or being mm-hmm. lazy. Okay. It also involves the mental load of Things like tracking your kids' calendars, knowing when their next doctor visit is, stuff like that takes time, effort, and focus. And women tend to shoulder more of the responsibility. Well, and more stress it, comes with that. Do you so, think that's
1: true? You were you were mom. Did, did were you in charge of the calendar for everything? Pretty much. Yeah, but Bill did the driving because I wasn't home after right. work, and he okay, did so dinner. You didn't feel that he was a lazy husband in that way. Maybe with with handyman type
2: things. Yeah, but then I just hired a handyman. Yeah. Because otherwise it would handy. be a fight. Because even when you put out a list, it doesn't get done. That's not a magical thing in most houses. Because your hobby is handy. You know, oh, True. I'm just going to leave this and see if the dog sees it. I mean, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen in all <laughs> no, houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I hear you. Mm-hmm, so emotional labor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear?
0: Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it.
2: In your case you're wondering, mm-hmm. it's what women are.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh being hugged makes you feel better, people. Ooh. Duh. I know. And remember you have to hug for a minute and a half. Yeah. If you really need to connect with someone mm-hmm. in, in You hold the hug. You yes, you hold, hold the, hug, the hug and it makes us everybody's melt. Melt. Mm-hmm. It just does. So hold the hug. Yeah. Hold. Sleeping on it does help you make a better decision in case Did you go
1: to my study at Dud today? I'll Steal all my up. good stuff? No. Tell me that. Sleeping does what?
2: Sleeping on stuff makes you feel better. Sleeping on stuff? What does that mean? Like on a, a pillow? On a person? On a pillow? On oh. a no, mattress? When you, when you, I'm you I'm sleep on a, overnight on it, Lori, and yeah. think about something, a big decision, if you sleep on it, it's proven to be effective. Yeah. Here's something I thought was kind of cool. So, this was in USA Today well, that today. happened
1: to you at Mystic. You slept on something, and then the next day you had potato clarification. Chips. Potato yeah, well, chips and sleep. chocolate.
2: <laughs> Usually things I sleep on. Okay, so... Um, the secret weapon SUVs hope will keep sales growing, making older drivers feel younger. So the th- whole thing is. What? Just listen to me. Okay. okay? We heard last a year.
1: Corvette would make me feel younger. <laughs> we heard
2: last year that Ford Corporation is not making a Taurus anymore. Not making. The sedan is going by the wayside. Oh. And people want to drive sporty SUVs, okay. but with a sporty SUV, sometimes like I remember my Tahoe, I had to hold onto the steering wheel to get up in it. Yeah, you know, you needed the running boards, and they're high, high, yeah. high.
1: So but my what, mom, my mom won't want to like this news, although she says no, you're she's not in letting, her ass today. No, but you're not letting me get to the news. Oh, okay,
2: okay. So the thing about these SUVs of the future, um, what they're doing is they are trying to put the seat lower to the ground, so when you're standing, you just turn your butt and you sit and slide across it kind of, and not so much of a scoop seat, more of a bench, you know, just for one person, but so you can just turn your butt, sit down and you're in your car. Mm -hmm. They're making the windows have a lot more window space so you can see better as you Mm -hmm. get older. Yeah. So they're trying to do all these marketing things to get the baby boomers, that generation. And it's comfort and safety, which are most important for the front seat person, but... Yes, the boomers and the tail end of the boomers and the Gen Y or Xers or whatever we are, um, like to drive a sportier car. Yeah. But you don't have the wherewithal sometimes to get up into it. So um, they are saying that...
1: All I want to know is what are they going to do about the drivers we can't see that are driving? You know, when you pull up behind a car and you literally cannot see the person driving. Oh, That's me. Yeah, I know. Why do you care? You see my car. But you see my car. I'm always very skeptical about what's going on exactly in that car. And I'm always terrible. How old or how young is that person? That's what I always think. Well, they're just short, Lori. I know. But I immediately think that it's somebody really, you know... Jeez. Tiny that's crippled up. Well, what are we going to do? Because like, You can't see me well, in my, my car. Mom always puts used, used to put a pillow. It's too
2: uncomfortable to sit on crap in your car. Yeah. I just want to sit on the seat and feel the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, you see. can't feel your heat. You
1: are in a mood today is all I'm going to say. What does that have she to is? do with it? <laughs>
2: what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> kind of
1: everything with this random... <laughs>
2: you think so? <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't. Um,
1: wow. Really? Wow. I know it. You want me to leave? No, I don't want you to leave. <laughs> I won't interrupt again. I promise. Okay. I don't care. Oh my goodness, But the time is over. Okay. You just interrupted.
2: <laughs> that's perfect, though. I really, she really per- was done. That's, I was. Thank you, you gotta honey. Save
1: some good stuff for tomorrow. That's right, honey. Yeah. That was that was a kind of a heavy random. There was so much to think about. There, you can't repeat
2: one thing I said. I know it. I'm doing a test in the break, and I know I'm right. She's such a liar. We'll be back. Hear my talk traffic
0: right now. I can't
2: shut it down. It's going viral.
0: This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. web. Trending online this afternoon. Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson TMZ reported that the couple are expecting their first child together, a boy, based on photographs from what TMZ is reporting to be a gender reveal party at Martin's house over the weekend. Her people telling People magazine that That is not true. Also trending online this afternoon, Hurricane Michael, Florida is under a state of emergency as the Florida panhandle is on alert. Hurricane Michael coming up from Central America and making its way towards Florida. Also, still trending is uh, last or this week's Saturday's episode of Saturday Night Live, hosted by Aquafina herself. She's the first uh, Asian American woman and fifth Asian American ever to host Saturday Night Live. And she paid tribute to Lucy Liu, who hosted the show. Uh, in 2000 for paving the way for Asian women. Also trending online this afternoon, Google Plus. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to be so disappointed if you are using your Google Plus account actively. It is now obsolete. Google has shut it down over security breaches that went public earlier this year. Donnie, I know you were very, very sad that your circle of friends on Google Plus will no longer be reachable via that social media media. I
1: have no idea what that is. Never used it. I I don't know what it is. I don't have any friends anyway, so... (laughs)
0: Anyway, drop it up. That's what's trending here at MyTalk. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. Are you mine,
1: says Bazi, We are yours, Bazi. That's a good song, isn't it? Julia?
2: Yes, dear. Yes, darling. What do you want to know? We were just looking at photos that pop up, you know, on Facebook. That is one cool thing that they send your photos and make them pop up.
1: Yeah, last yesterday it was me and your dad at the Viking game. I remember that. It was your brother John had tickets. He didn't want to go, so Casey dropped your dad and I off. I park your dad for two minutes to go get us beers, and I come back, and he's like. Smoking a cigarette, and he's like, Honey, this nice lady gave me two cans of margaritas. <laughs> I'm like, How do you do it? He just How did. Do you oh, do it? Man. He said, What should I do with them? I said, Put them in your big pockets. Nobody's going to check you. He did. <laughs> he just could do it. He's so funny. Really? Oh, we had so much fun sitting at the end zone. And the last time I'd sat in the end zone at that place was the Atlanta game with you and Bill and Casey yes. when they lost when they were going to the Super Bowl.
2: Yep, the kick. Year.
1: The kicking. The kicking. Another, another kicking. Another kicking.
2: We're just see? seriously. Seriously. The
1: kicking what is. What more do I need to know about our football team? That maybe Adrian Peterson could come back. He's
2: doing he's well. He's going
1: to be playing
2: us this weekend because Arizona is coming here and he plays for the Cardinals. So he'll be playing against us. We uh, need to. Yeah. He's
1: doing really well, you see. Well, it's good for him. Are you looking forward to doing the show with Patrick on Friday? Um, Patrick The excitement Wait, level is epic. Should be. hmm Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, gosh. I hope I don't get replaced. Oh my. Well, be careful. All my talk about, "Oh, I just want to be, you know, on vacation all the time," which I don't. <laughs> I just say that every once in a while light, loud in the cubicle. I don't want to make anything come true. <laughs> <laughs> the Julian Patrick Julia Racy show. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of uh, that's a know. long way away, Friday. We got a lot to do before we, we do. get to Friday. We do. Okay, so I thought this was really interesting, okay? This this um um, Kira Knightley she's starring in this movie Colette it, which is supposed to be brilliant it looks really good it's yes. playing at the Uptown and I we have loved her since what Love Actually before, even before that. that oh before that she's yeah. been around forever she's delightful Lightful. and she's been giving great couch for interviews for Colette Um and one of the things, and I can't remember what, I think it was with Seth Myers when he pointed out, you're always in period pieces.
0: Mm. Yes, she yeah, is.
1: True. And she said, because I'm always offered like a girlfriend or a wife kind of subsidiary role and in period pieces for some reason the women can be, are stronger or there it's a very feminist perspective or it's a, a new perspective that's happening and it's a groundbreaking thing and I quite enjoy it. Yeah, don't you remember? Her, but she was in Bend
2: It Like Beckham. Oh, that was Pride, our first movie. I loved her. her, Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Yeah, that was in 2002. That was the beginning of it. Then Pride and Prejudice, we saw her she Atonement,
1: was in, yeah, we were in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, so mm. anyway, so she has written an essay um, called The Weaker Sex, which is featured in this new essay um, collection book called Feminists Don't Wear Pink and Other Lies. Okay. And in her essay, she gets real. I'm talking real, real about childbirth and how crazy it is and uses very visceral descriptive language, which honestly, I know. Did she say it's a 747 out of your butthole? No, I think she's more visceral like I am. It looks like a bomb went off in your vagine. Well, I didn't see it. No, I know, but I'm just saying. But uh, anyway, her point is that childbirth is a violent, war-like experience, which is what I have always said after having seen my sister deliver baby, and that every woman who gives birth knows how crazy it really is and how women are infinitely stronger physically and emotionally, um, blah, blah, blah. But the part that's getting the most attention okay. is when Kiera goes off on the idea um, that women... Should look perfect, or presentable, or photo ready hours after giving birth, and she cites specifically the Duchess of Cambridge, who stepped out seven hours after giving birth to Prince Princess. Uh, no, the um, last one, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Princess Charlotte. She writes, "We stand and watch the TV screen. She was out of the hospital seven hours later with her face made up and high heels on, the face the world wants to see. Hide." hide our pain, our body splitting, our breasts leaking, our hormones raging. Look beautiful. Look stylish. Don't show your battleground. Seven hours after your fight with life and death, seven hours after your body breaks open and bloody, screaming life comes out. Don't show. Don't tell. Stand there with your girl and be shot by a pack of male okay, photographers. I have, a, I have a
2: main hard time with this, okay? Okay, tell me. Because first of all, people were shocked when she came out, um, the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, when she came out with royal baby Prince George, okay? Mm-hmm. And you could see her stomach still and you could see everything. And then the next time when she left seven hours later, and I think it was even with Louie, the last baby she left right away, it's to get the attention away from the hospital. It's to get out of the hospital. And the unfortunately, they don't have underground parking that can get her the heck out of it and release a picture afterwards. It's to get the attention away from other okay. moms that need the focus. Okay,
1: you're taking it that way. But if you, the whole care, what her essay, what this thing is about is that... I don't think it's not it's not so much that she's criticizing Kate it is more that the expectation of society has that new mothers should look great and fresh and pretend like nothing is really I don't have gone. that I
2: don't think that is any of our expectations as me as a mother okay giving birth twice but, but I, I did
1: not expect to look great ce- but you're not in the celebrity world always someone is portrayed as having Two weeks after birth, yeah, they're in their they're, skinny they're jeans. Their stomach is flat looking already. Looking yeah, great, yeah. feeling great. It's what then that's it, what media does. Yeah, I think that is what that's, that's what the the thing is with what she's saying is that always why do we have to be pretty good girls? Well that's something that we're fighting every day. All right. So Yeah, because yeah, I think you're right. Kate if they had another way to get out of the hospital, I bet she would, didn't want to do it in a heartbeat. The, I bet she didn't want to do nope. that. She's like, hurry up, kind of slap on the tradition. makeup, do yes. the hair. It's been a tradition, and um, I, I guess in, if, if you're to believe the Daily Mail... William wanted her to stay overnight. Mm -hmm. He thought it was too much for her. It's unhealthy. And we were like
2: going, oh my gosh, how'd she get her feet in those shoes? We did. We were freaked out about it, but she wears pantyhose. We have to remember that. But I can't (laughs) even imagine... Doing that, but
1: yeah. So if you read things where Kiera Knightley slams Duchess Kate or hates photo ready Kate, it's kind of it's more it's the broader bigger
2: picture expectations of women after childbirth. Yeah, yeah. And I don't liken it as a bomb going off or anything like that because at the end of the day, well, and she says you that, have but a it's baby, a, but it is it's a, very physical, very physical. That yes. it, no one tells you like just how no one wants to because you won't want to do it. No, exactly.
1: You just do it. Exactly. And you
2: know it's going to hurt like hell. Yeah. You just know I, I that. just had
1: no idea what it would look like down there. And right. And it does look like a bomb went off in your, <laughs> okay. in your vagine. It really, you keep, I never saw it. Okay. So. But I am telling you that's, I wanna, that I don't want to, that's a bad and, image. Okay. So that's <laughs> why I say to men and women who stay above the waist, stay above the waist. If you don't, if you, if you're not a doctor or a veterinarian or, you know, somebody who's, who can handle, who can, can handle that because it is so shocking. Mm-hmm. It was shocking to me. And maybe... Do you think that's why you didn't have kids or really It want might them? be. It might be a little bit in the back of my mind. I was like, how's that ever going to come all back together the way it was? How's that going to look like a pretty little flower again? You know? It's a miracle. Huh? It's a miracle. It, the, mm-hmm. And that's when I discovered it's the world's greatest elastic because my sister, you know, Unbelievable she bounced where this back. conversation is going. Oh, you know, no, not well, not two weeks mm-hmm. later or anything like that, but I remember I asked her about it. Yeah. Maybe nice even time. asked to see mm. down, you know, what? way down the road. Just wanted to see if <laughs> everything does bounce back the way they say. Julia, it's my sister. What part of your sister have you not seen?
2: Oh. That. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't believe you did that. Well, Donnie, I had to see. <laughs> It was like, I said, I need, I mean, oh, you know, and gosh. she's like, I don't care. I Here's the
2: deal. I think about it, though. You know, it is. Because Colleen,
1: ex- her whole stand-up thing was, you know, yeah. motherhood. What do they tell you about motherhood? Nothing. <laughs> and and
2: again even if they would you, would, you wouldn't it doesn't right. matter because yeah. you
1: still if, if, if that's what you want that's, that's what that's you, you want to do, do yeah. you
2: still and and then i went through it once and i was willing to do it again yeah. because you just in after it, the minute you see your baby yeah. it's a
1: miracle and what did we learn in one of your randoms ones that your memory for pain goes away. Goes away. It's not like a happiness Mm-mm. or a sadness thing, but memory of physical pain. Goes your brain away. doesn't take on. Yep. you just can remember that it hurt.
2: Right. But Otherwise, not.
1: who would ever repeat it again? You right? still would because you get a kid. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess because you can't remember how exactly much it hurts. So you're like, I can do it. I did it once. Mm-hmm. I can do it again. Mm-hmm.
2: No, you. Re- I, I would disagree with this because I remember yeah. how much it hurts, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. After. The prize is bigger than the pain. Right,
1: right, right. Well, she's just you know. Yeah, anyway, here, but I can't uh, get People yelling she, at her. A I don't want bit. to yell at her because she's one of. The- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with her name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: The most lovely woman. And I get what she's saying. I mean, because that's how I always likened it, tune. and it never even happened to me. It was just from being on the other end of the sheet, you know, being, you know, the supportive. Um, I'm sure you were a ah! of, no,
2: I, I, I'm sure you sat there no, I didn't I'm surprised see you the, didn't
1: faint. I didn't see the actual, no, I did not actually see the baby come out. You didn't? That I, would be cool. I think. Oh no, I would have fainted. <laughs> no, Julia, I saw <laughs> the aftermath. Fainted? the aftermath oh, for crying out that the placenta and everything right? no it's- the aftermath of what everything just looks like down there seconds after the baby comes out then i was able to come in because there was an emergency and they didn't think the baby was going to live mm-hmm. oh. and they were given the last rites Oof. so i don't think i would have been there otherwise okay. you know
2: right okay that's why you were there i've always wondered what made you go
1: yeah no be, no i was be in the room. i was out in the waiting room with uh you know Probably my dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No way does anyone want me in a birthing room with (laughs) that. I mean, I don't think. I think it's the best. I love
2: that how you know yourself.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak something. Rehab, divorce, Montana. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. The meaning of this. All right, let's get at it, Missy. All We've right. just tried to speak. Let's try and Hollywood speak something. <laughs> A divorce is finalized. Okay. The the woman, the actress Jennifer Garner, steps out for an important event honoring sexual assault victims on Saturday. It, the judge and divorce is finalized Friday. She steps out. Donnie posted the photo, and then Ben jets off to Montana with his 23-year-old. 22-year-old.
2: Holy would okay, speak that. she's relieved. <laughs> um, She is for women's rights. I get, Yeah. And... Just, well, just, and you know, then, I'll
1: be the hardest people... I have like. a hard
2: time. I guess I think... Look how
1: happy she looks.
2: Okay, let me just tell you what a hard time I'm having with men and their really, really young girlfriends. I think it's... I don't understand it. If I was in my 40s and... 40s, mid-40s, and was dating a 22-year-old
1: boy? Mm-hmm. That's gross. Don't knock it till you tried it. No, but I hear what you're, you're saying.
2: You're I mean, I, what's the... What?
1: I can only speak to my one cougar romance. I had I a was cougar moment. I was and 21, okay? Yeah. It lasted six weeks. It might have lasted... Maybe I could have dragged it out just his, for fun, seeing him once not, a week. Had his friends not told you he was dead? No, 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 not even that. We, it was a hot and heavy six-week mm-hmm. romance. But in between bed, mm-hmm. okay... There wasn't anything to do, was there? Well, we were on our motorcycle, so you don't have to talk. Oh, So perfect. I think All even right. that stretched it out a little bit. Right. So I, I don't know, you know. I mean, that's... that's it is so predictable, and it's, it's so, so classic. It's so predictable,
2: and I guess... Even my dad who was a womanizer, let's just yeah. get that right.
1: Mm-hmm. He never got married again, so nope.
2: but, but he w- liked the younger women. I, not I know it. He went up to the 30s.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. That the the lady who wanted to marry him, remember? She was like uh, she, she was 30s. Like the, she, no, she was the same age as I was. And it was like that was the oldest person your dad had ever gone out with. When he was with her, she was like 47. Do you think that's why? All right, she was 47. Yeah, she was Do you the same age as I was. I
2: just, I guess maybe because I saw something about Brad Pitt with a young 23 well, year old. And this just disturbs me. Okay. And well, not because they can, it's because.
1: I don't know. I hear you, Joy. I don't know why. I think. It's just so cliche. It is. Right? It's so cliche. It's, it is. It's so cliche. And, I mean, women, I mean, Madonna does it. She likes she Troy does Boys it. Yes, she does it. Yep, you're right. You know, but, um, th- Women don't do it very often, and I think, quite frankly, it's because we like we, to have conversations. Yeah, we do. We we like to have we like to speak. That's right. And whereas a an older guy, younger woman, it can be more. We don't care if you talk.
2: Let's just have sex, and you look good, a man.
1: Yes, yes. I know. And I'm every, being every, I'm, every, but generalizing. I'm sure of it, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking, I think that like twenty five and. Twenty-two and twenty-three. That—that's those are huge age gauge gaps. I remember my sister was married to Harold, um, and he was—he <laughs> <laughs> looked like Sean Connery, fifty-five-year-old James Bond. And how old was she? She was twenty-five, mm-hmm. and he was fifty-eight. And oh it was, my gosh! And he was a good, good friend of my mom and my stepfather's. How did you and let, they let him kept marry it a her marry her? Well, no one could say You can't stop the yeah. love train. Jeez. And you know he had money. He was handsome, he was suave, he was debonair. But by the time she was 27, cat scratch fever because he was very, he, he they were at different places in their life. And it just <laughs> okay. became more and more apparent at that 28-year age difference. Mm. And, you know, Donnie, I got to say, I'm very glad that you did not ever do the cliche of, you know, date, yes. because I know you would never date anyone younger than one of your kids. Oh gosh! No, No. Well,
0: right. <laughs> I've never been in, interested in
1: that whole younger. No, that's not for me. Yeah, but that's yeah. more unusual. So anyway, yeah. so yeah. she, Jennifer, goes to the sexual assault fundraising thing. Um, it's called the Rape Foundation Rape Rape Treatment Center. More important ever to have our, you know, be out there front and center mm-hmm. and saying, yeah, okay, we are we are here for you. So she does that. She looks, darling. She's just, she's darling. got more the substance. the divorce gets finalized on Friday. The judge came to her house, so it's all been spelled out for a long time. I think mm-hmm. the bottom line was he need to quit drinking, and then he flies off on a, in a on a jet, and she does all the posting on her Instagram story of her and Ben. So it's a cliche for Ben for sure, and to fly to the Yellowstone Club. Yeah, and it's also Mm a cliche, I think, to be involved. I I know enough about rehab and all that kind of stuff is that they tell you... Don't get in a relationship. Don't get in a relationship for a year to focus on yourself. So that, you know, but Jennifer... Yep, she's she's done. done. Okay, and Brad Pitt, now this lady that he was spotted hugging is his co-star in Once Upon a Time. keep reading. Okay, so... But it was again. They were on the side. Oh, they went to the. They went to a benefit and an auction, and they were seen deep in conversation. This is the movie. People just lightly planting a story. He's Very not funny. dating her. Okay, I hope not. No, he's not dating her. Tristan Thompson says, "Of course, he'll propose to Khloe Kardashian eventually." <laughs> Who even this was on keeping that? up with the kardashians and so mm-hmm. this was filmed six months ago he was facetiming kris jenner to discuss a push present for chloe now what guy calls oh yeah but when it's kris jenner and this family is being filmed yeah you got to have it all on camera you do no she's postponed her trip to uh, cleveland yeah cleveland but they did talk. Oh yeah. Anyway, Deborah Messing. This headline would rather be trapped. This is a would rather game. Would you rather be trapped in an elevator with Donald Trump or Susan Sarandon? What do you think, Deborah Messing said? Donald Trump. Donnie, what do you think she said? Donald Trump. You're absolutely oh yeah. right. Yeah, she, she cannot stand that. Was on Watch What Happens Susan Live. Sarandon. Yes. That was Susan the game. Sarandon
2: and um, they oh. they have. Out, yeah. fi- out Loud Fights. Yeah,
1: yeah. oh my God. I, that, that headline just made me laugh. And uh, Kanye West quit social media again after his mega-themed week. And Pete Davidson from SNL gave him the what for. So who the hell knows? All right. Crash. Crash. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs>